Joe Biden got his booster shot today. He also had his first Flintstones kids uh, vitamin and said he feels like he's 89 now. And I think he's going to live forever. Hey, free uh, NBA young boy. Come on, Biden, pardon him the way Trump did uh, Kodak and shit. I'm breaking heavy yeah, shit. You can hear the music, it's because you're watching. Head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, so you can listen to the music. It's Kasabian. Kasabian Lavo Wine. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo, and my timing was off. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. Behind the microphone with talent on loan from God. My name is Kasabian. This is episode 238. I can't believe it, my damn self. We here. We live. We in the building. And um, I want to start the show off first and foremost by saying rest in peace to a very dear friend of mine that passed away yesterday. Cosby One, if you're from Las Vegas, you know who Cosby is. Cosby is an East Side, a Las Vegas, a hip hop legend, and he'll definitely be missed. I know that his impact on this community was like no other. Um, that's definitely family. I don't take pictures. And um, when shit like this happens, I always kick myself in the head. And um, it's very sad. But... um. We lost a real one. We lost a real one. I reached out to a couple people and wish my condolences. I stay away from the scene, but <sighs> that one hurt. You know what I mean? Rest in peace, Cosby. One, you're, you're, you're right here and you'll never be forgotten. We'll make sure your, your, your legacy, your name, your smile, his contagious smile. Yo, yo, bro, Cosby knew everybody. <laughs> everybody. I would run into him everywhere like he saw me from handing out cds on the corner to when deals was getting cut um come on man dude went viral for a fight in front of the beauty bar like damn man rest in peace fam yeah shit <clears throat> so welcome to today's show remember if you're watching you're a part of the live studio audience if you're listening you're my beautiful podcast listeners. Y'all, the millions and millions of y'all, thank y'all for being here and thank y'all for listening. And uh, those that are watching, we appreciate you. Remember to head over to YouTube so you guys can comment and get into it with us and we can chop it up. Um, let's talk about this new TV show that I found. Well, me and Mandy found. And I'm just going to be honest. TV's hot right now. So me and Mandy are going to start our side show. But for now, we're going to talk about what we just finished watching, which is called The Doctor's Orders. It was on Discovery on the app. And I don't know why I read it like that. Maybe I should just like start the whole thing again because I was terrible. But Doctor's Orders is on Discovery. I want everybody to calm down because Dog the Bonnie Hunter is now in Florida. He happened to be on Honeymoon. 
but he's going to solve the case in 48 hours. He promises. Is Kyrie Irving losing his shit? Is he an anti-vax influencer? Or is this just him standing against the machine? He's a flat earther. This may be a joke. We don't know. Nick Diaz and Anthony Joshua both lost this weekend, which really messed my weekend up. We'll get into that because it's a Monday. Might as well talk about the sport recaps. There's there's something else that's going on out there that I want to talk about. We're going to wait. There's a couple things. Um, the two women that were removed from their show live on The View... Uh, for COVID test, uh, come to find out it was a bad test. But besides all that happening, how come nobody asked what happened afterwards? We did. Let me tell you about it. And one of the uh, co-hosts actually had a ton of ordeals that followed after the show. Twitch was sold over to WMG, which is Warner Brother Music Group. If you didn't know, Twitch has been having problems with music. The DMCI, who is the people that controls all the copyright, have been pulling so many streams down. There's been so many issues with uh, record labels trying to... They, the record labels don't seem to understand that streamers aren't using their music to make money. The, the stream makes money, not the music itself. But either way, they've been wheeling their power. And what they're doing is basically forcing themselves into these companies. We'll get into it. And the breaking news is that R. Kelly was found guilty. And we'll talk about all the charges and everything uh, in, in the show. So the doctor's orders, right? At first, I thought... Uh, some it looked good but when it starts it starts weird it's like animated so i don't want you to take it from that and the next time you see me doing this it'll be me and mandy i don't want to do this alone but the doctor's orders was really good and i wanted to bring it to you i saw it as an ad on my instagram so i was pretty upset because i think as a streaming app discovery is one of the better arranged and like easier functioning streaming apps so if you don't have discovery plus go check it out it's a dope app this isn't an ad or a sponsor but they're a very dope app and i definitely suggest you go check it out okay so i took notes so i'm gonna read y'all the notes it's a three-part documentary about a murder of a radio talk so why today fuck today hold on y'all we're gonna do this all over again okay it's a three-part documentary about the murder of a radio talk show host. Her name was April Kaufman, who in 2012 was shot in New Jersey, Atlantic City, New Jersey, to be exact. So it was told by a snitch who had made his way through the, the club. It's an MC. OK, maybe I should tell that part, too. There's a biker club involved. Now, I know what you're saying, Saban. What does this biker club have to do with a doctor? And where is the doctor? All right, so the doctor was married to the radio lady, and the doctor was hanging out with a bunch of bikers because he was a drug dealer to the bikers, and the bikers were the pagans. The pagans ran through Philly and through Jersey, South Jersey and Philly, and they caused a lot of chaos. The guy that was snitching had become a top-ranking member in the MC. This guy wasn't no, no small fry. So not only was he a top member, but... He was involved in a lot of things, and he got taken under the wing of an OG named Fred. So Fred's a very important part of the story um, because Fred is, is the manipulator in all of it. So although the story does say doctor's orders, it is because of what the doctor caused and started. But in all reality, it's told from the, uh, the perspective of Andrew Glick, 
who's the guy that snitched, and they called him Chef. They called him Chef because he had like a regular, regular job where he worked at a fucking, uh, like a people's home, like an old people's home, and he was whipping up food. They actually made a commercial, and they used him in a commercial to think that this guy was out there committing crimes and all these crazy things and had his one percenter tattoo. So, now, the the doctor is a, the fuck kind of doctor was he? Oh, yeah. Endocrinologist. Dr. Kaufman was selling oxycodone pills to Fred and then Fred was flipping them. Right. So the doc goes, I need I need to do I need to do something to my old lady. I need to make some money. He hits up Fred and says, yo, could you take care of my old lady for me? I got 50K. So Fred goes, yeah, I'll take the 50K. But Fred didn't want to get dirty with it because the gang wasn't going to do it. The MC, see, MCs have like a, a chain of command that they must follow. So instead of Fred taking it to the club where he fucked up, he handled it on his own. He said he was going to get a junkie and pay them less money and keep all the other money, right? Which was cool, except that that's always going to do you wrong. Now, when they took the, the idea to a couple of the club members, they were all upset because they were like, yo, that dude has mad money. Who the fuck is going to offer her for 5Gs? Excuse me, who the fuck is going to offer for the 50K? Like, we know they got bread. We ain't moving for less than half a million. So even trying to go the right way, it was too late. They hire a junkie. The junkie does it. Kills the old lady. And this is where they loop you, right? Because the guy, the doctor calls 911 and goes, Oh, my God, my housekeeper said that my wife was killed and she's found face down. The junkie went, lit up the house, killed the old lady. When the junkie gets out of the house to escape and get back into the rendezvous, gets completely lost. He's actually seen walking the opposite way on a surveillance camera of a school now even though the doctor placed the hit and the wife was killed because it was from andrew's perspective what you really get to see was like the life of a snitch in the gang which was pretty cool i guess but it wasn't uh the most compelling because you could have done it in one episode i felt like they dragged the whole shit out and it really had nothing like the murder was pretty cut and dry he paid the money. The dudes went and they killed him. It's a dope watch. Go watch it because there's a bunch of information. I'm obviously giving you a chopped up version of what happened. Was it good? Yeah. Do I recommend it? A hundred percent. Pay attention to the OG. And if you do, comment and let me know. There's something about that guy, Fred. He takes the money and starts really wilding out, especially when he starts selling those pills. I think that was pretty much like his, his claim to this all. And on top of him taking all the charges and getting hit at the end of this shit, he didn't really do anything. He was just kind of like the manipulator in it all. And uh, the snitch seems to not give a fuck and was just walking around. The motherfucker got balls bigger than 6'9". I think that was pretty amazing. He covered over his tattoo with a fucking phoenix or something and told the whole story to a tattoo artist. Which, again, completely weird. You snitched on an active... You know what? Not for us to say. Head over to Disney... Or, excuse me, Discovery Plus... Tell them Sabian Lavo sent you say 20% at check. No, I'm just playing. I don't have a thing with them. I need one, though. But Discovery Plus, so dope. Fred, yo, Fred. Fred the Rockstar. And fucking Andrew Glick. Oh, man. Dr. Kaufman was uh, something special. When Dr. Kaufman got, when they came to search the office for the pills, and he came out with his itty-bitty little pistol, and he was like, get the fuck away from me. I swear to God, I'll end it all. And they were like, what are you talking about? We're just here to do a search fuck that i'm gonna kill myself in the bathroom right now and he just walked off and nobody did anything that shit was amazing damn we watched something else where oh there's a body cam 
uh, like murder mystery show, and we'll get into that. I'll let me and Mandy will do that one together. But that one was fucking dope too. If you haven't seen that shit, it's crazy. It's all live from well, not live, but it's it's footage from uh, from the police cams. And like the first episode was a pregnant lady that was murdered by her her husband, and he murdered her, the baby, uh, his stepson, and himself. And shot a cop in the finger and shot another cop too. I mean, it was insane, bro. All from the from the footage of like a GoPro. It was nuts. Go check it out. Well, oh well, I guess I'll tell you what it is uh next episode. See how I'm gonna keep you. Now, I know what you all been thinking. How are we gonna solve the Gabby Petito story? When do we get rid of this white women syndrome? And why are we still talking about it? I know, and I I feel you. I feel you. But have no fear. Dog the bounty hunter. Dog, the fucking bounty hunter. He said, don't worry about it. I'm on a honeymoon. I'm going to let the old lady stay at the hotel. I'm going to go take care of this. He goes knocking on the door, and he's like, dun, 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 dun. yo, wilding too. Like, banging on the door, right? And <laughs> hold on. Oh, it was great. The, I, the, the, the idea that news outlets are, like, taking this, this story serious is great. Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne. They should call him something else. But anyway, Dog, uh, we're just going to call him Dog. Dog the Bounty Hunter has announced that he's joining the search for Brian Laundry. <sighs> Am I the only person that has a problem with that? Like, what the fuck are you even doing? But we'll continue. Remember, his black card was taken. And instead of trying to help find somebody that's black, he's going to go help white people. I don't think he understands how to get back that black card. But we're going to work on that. He told him he was going to get them in... Uh, 48 hours. That was his quote. I'll find him in 48 hours. This is my job. I've done this for forever years. All right. You know, he gets on. He had like interviews and shit. And he gets on like Batman. He's like, hello. I'm going to solve it. I'm going to I'm going to solve it all. It's my job. <laughs> He's just so blunt and dry. I can't believe he had a fucking TV show. What an amazing time to be alive to watch Dog the Bounty Hunter, his big titty wife and his son with the ponytail run through the streets of Hilo chasing down crackheads and beating them up. Yes, that was TV. That was fucking TV. Watching him knock on the door and the cameras are sitting there watching and he's like, dun, 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 dun. come on, sir. Like he was so stern and serious and everybody in the house was like, the fuck away from the door. Like, how would you feel if Dog the Bounty Hunter just like rolled up on you? He was like, hey, it's Dog the Bounty Hunter. Let me in. All deep voiced and shit for no reason. I'm here to I'm here to rescue. <laughs> I'm here to get he said he's the guy that gives second chances. So obviously if he comes to the door, you're gonna answer because he's gonna give you a second chance. So Dog the Bounty Hunter, salute to you, sir, for taking care of this problem and, and solving the missing white women syndrome of America. We need to get rid of this shit. And it actually wanted to take me to like a side point that I wanted to make. In all honesty, the reason why I didn't talk about missing people as much as you would like to hear or as much as you think you should hear, it happens so often, so frequently, and it's actually very frightening. And the amount that it happens, if you post it on the Internet, it becomes white noise. In, in all honesty, it's very um, it's such a, a, a localized issue that making it a big uh, countrywide uh, ordeal or story really never makes any sense unless there's like kids involved and we're trying to find them but that's why we have things like the amber alert and i mean again localized we we work as a society to take care of these situations um this whole missing white women syndrome shit is just bullshit just to start shit in reality it's not a thing these two people were 
um, some type of influencers, maybe not the biggest or grandest of influencers, but they were and they had an audience. So we kind of, fo- excuse me, follow the story because they have an audience. Look what happened with Kelly Price. I just want to give that as an example. Excuse me, as an example. Kelly Price had COVID. God damn it. Kelly Price had COVID and she disappeared. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to stop hiccuping. She disappeared after a month ago. After a month ago, finding out that she had COVID, I swear to God, I'll stop hiccuping. And um, the internet went crazy. Sister came out, family came out, everybody had a big problem. Except the husband. He knew where she was. She was at home. She was being taken care of. Now, the husband basically said, look, when she got sick, I made sure we put everything in my name just in case because COVID has been killing people. So he kind of pulled a finesse move over the family. Now, in all reality, she wasn't missing. The family just didn't know where she was. So she was missing to the family. And that's what happens in a lot of cases with missing people. Like if they aren't missing and they just left because they wanted to on their own accord, it's not a missing person. And we're making a big deal out of nothing. And I really don't see why um, we should put a title on what's going on with Gabby Petito um, and rest in peace to her. Hopefully they figure this one out. And uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter's there. And Dog is going to take care of everything now. Do we understand? Good. Kyrie Irving doesn't want to take the jab. Why? Who knows? Kyrie Irving's a young guy. Very healthy guy. He uh, said it's private. Doesn't want to talk about it. I don't blame him. Now, New York City has very, very, very strict COVID rules. So as of right now, if he doesn't have the vax, he can't even go to work at home. So... Yesterday or the day before was media day at the stadium and he couldn't be there. He was there via Skype or via Zoom and, you know, told reporters uh, this is it's private. I want to keep it private. We'll talk about it. I'm definitely going to be there to play with my team. I can't wait. And I don't want to let my team fall short. Um, New York has a lot more problems. And I wanted to kind of sauce you up with the whole basketball thing. But in reality, New York City's facing a huge downfall in workers because the mandates enforcing all these workers to get the, the vaccine by today, September 27th, every government worker, everybody that wanted to be anywhere in New York City had to be vaxxed. If you're not, you can't be there. You can't go to your hospital job. You can't go to your whatever your jobs are. You're fucked. Nobody's getting their shot. Well, I can't say nobody, but there's a large percentage of people that aren't getting the shot and they're going to quit. That's just it. They're just going to walk off and then New York City's going to have to deal with uh, another short. Uh, well, I mean, a shortage in people that want to work, a shortage in people that want the shot. I mean, how many more shortages can we take? You're just going to keep on catching L's and then it's just going to stack up. I mean, you're going to put more cogs in the system and this is not the time because people are going to start getting sick now because the weather changes. And when the weather changes, you, you get locked inside, your vitamin D goes down. So many things happen. This whole flu season thing that disappeared last year kind of might come back. Who knows, right? Now, New York City is very, very strict. What are they going to do when everybody quits? What if Kyrie Irving isn't the only one? How do you... This one's hard. It really is. This one's very hard, and it gets harder and harder, and you can't even risk talking about it without getting fucked over online. So we'll let that one go. Kyrie Irving also thinks the world is flat, so he might just be a nutcase. Now, Nate Diaz came back to MMA for the first time in over five years, and he had a fight with uh, with Lawler, and it didn't go too good. He actually got uh, he got beat kind of bad. It didn't, it didn't look good at all. It was overhyped, and I hope that uh, he just stays retired, or if he comes back, maybe takes an easy fight, makes a couple bucks, don't get hit in the head too much. 
You know what I'm saying? Don't hurt yourself for us. It didn't look great. Anthony Joshua had a fight, and I'm sorry that I, uh, I I didn't write down the opponent's name. I didn't watch the fight. I saw the highlights. Anthony Joshua is not a good boxer, and he got his fucking head knocked off by a phenomenal boxer. Now, he does have a good hit, right? So he's able to punch, and his punches have power, and they land right. So that's why I mean by a good hit. Like, when he cracks, he cracks very well, and it does do damage. But it wasn't enough. He was outboxed, and he was actually figured out and picked apart pretty quickly by this gentleman um and good luck to him and whatever he's got going remember anthony joshua got beat up by andrew we andrew today's my day anthony joshua got beat by andrew ruiz who was the max the first mexican heavyweight champion in history and that kid knocked his ass down twice and won with a knockout and he's definitely not any type of symbol of shape or anything and he he was definitely anthony joshua's kryptonite that night and this fight was a lot different this fight was a clinic and it was very very good on both parts i can't say he wasn't that bad but damn it man both my fighters lost that night and um you know we still have all these celebrity boxers and all these things going on and there's so many different issues in, in mixed martial arts and fighting and they want to get paid more you got to remember you can't make these draws happen every weekend for everybody to make $20 million, $10 million. It doesn't happen. You know, there's that stupid meme where it shows the WNBA and it shows LeBron James and it shows their payouts. Now, if you don't know how sports pay, maybe you don't post those types of things. You know, you got to pay attention. Like, you can't just pay the women's basketball team crazy amounts of money because somebody else makes a lot of money like that's just not how adults operate they get paid according to how many sales they get paid to the marketing dollars that they attract they get paid accordingly and very well may i add like it's still playing basketball you're just playing a sport so you make a lot of money by having fun like seemingly playing a sport is having fun i don't think anybody wakes up and goes oh i can't believe i gotta go play basketball and if you do then don't take the 140 million a year and go take a job at walmart right but when when things like this happen, my bad, I, I literally just like saw myself go. <laughs> when things like this happen, that the fighters want to come together and start unions and and they want to get more money because they see Jake Paul doing it. Listen, Jake Paul is an anomaly that people want to see get knocked out. I don't think he has too many more fights in him that we care about unless he gets into like a beef in the street and then we solve it in the ring. That gimmick is pretty much up. Uh, Logan Paul is hot garbage in the ring. We might want to see him with one more fighter. Maybe not. Who cares? I'd rather see Mike at this point get into a fight. So for fighters, I think they're going to make the bag every weekend the way the UFC puts on a fight. You can't. Can the UFC pay better? Maybe slightly, but maybe you should take into account what they do, how they do, and how they operate, which no one ever wants to. And it's going to fail. If you watch that uh, Twitter versus YouTube fight, it flopped, and everybody's getting sued for millions of dollars. People got their asses whooped. People handed out ass whoopings, and nobody got paid. And the dude skated, and they're acting like nothing ever happened. That's complete bullshit. Like, it's just, it happens. They said they were going to sell millions of tickets. They only, they only sold 100,000 tickets. It wasn't enough to pay shit. So you have to keep all that in mind. And you're asking the consumer to keep on forking over $60 every week, every week, every week, every week. And it's like, damn, if it isn't worth it, what am I doing? So, I mean, I guess it all comes to just quality of content because these fighters, they do put their lives on the line. I'm not I'm, I'm definitely not OK with that, but I, I, uh, I understand them wanting better pay. So 
Um, last week, uh, Kamala Harris was on The View, and right before she came on, two of the co-hosts were asked to get off the show on live air. One, very embarrassing. I think that could have been handled a better way. That was very messy of them. I don't think that that was uh, scripted in no way. It seemed to be very last or very short-handed and quickly just, hey, girls, get up, get the fuck out, which was weird. And... You know, uh, there's HEPA laws. You're not just allowed to give away people's health information. And the fact that they did was pretty weird. But that that whole scenario of just sitting there live and you hear, Psh, no, you two got to come off that. Like, you're like, really? So it was Anna Navarro and Sonny Hostin. Now, I kind of was wondering what happened, where'd they go? And I caught this great story from Newsweek, which actually made way better sense than what I thought. Because I was like, oh, maybe they just left, Kamala came, and then they started filming again, and they rapped. No, 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 no. They got sent home, and then they found out that it was a false positive. So not only, only were they embarrassed, and their information was basically given to the world. And, and, and I mean, I would sue them. Those are my, my employers, and I would sue them for giving out my health information, because that's what that was. So one of the hosts of The View said that her false positive COVID test forced her husband, who's a doctor, to withdraw from performing surgery. Now, Hostin and co-host Anna Navarro received positive COVID test results on Friday, interrupting a planned interview with Vice President Kamala Harris. Hostin and Navarro said Monday the tests were false positives. This happens very often. So the idea that if you don't want to get the vax, you have to be tested multiple times a week to make sure that you're good to go doesn't make sense. There's too many false positives. I was just listening to a nurse today say that there's 22 people in a hospital that had COVID. 17 of them had the shot. 17 out of 22 people with COVID already had the shot. Just giving that, just just putting that out there. It was really uncomfortable for my results to be released publicly before I even knew what was going on, before they were even verified, before I was even tested again and again, Hostin said. And there was real life ramifications for things that happened. Her kids got kicked out of school. Her husband, who was a surgeon who had to have, who was doing surgery, was told he couldn't be there to do surgery. He had to be quarantined and tested. And because she's a public figure and everybody knew it was COVID, her entire family got hit with a ripple effect. If I was her, I would sue. That, it was so irresponsible what they did. It was disgusting and heinous. And the view should be ashamed of themselves. That type of chatty patty shit is not acceptable, ladies. Excuse me. Do better. I can burp because this is a podcast. Y'all women are the most pretentious on the internet, and y'all feel like the world owes you everything. I would love to be on y'all show and sit there with you, and y'all could pretend to be my TT, and then I'm going to roast your ass up because that shit is wrong. Y'all should have never done that. You don't even know what... what how much money did you affect that day? How many people's lives did you affect that day? What if that doctor was like a life-saving doctor from which I read he was? It was a very serious surgery in which he was about to do and a patient that needed it. I don't know. There's a lot of lawsuits there involved and um, I hope that they definitely go after them. Remember, all of our news articles come from Apple News. This one is from Newsweek. We, we definitely try to make sure we give our sources. Head over to hemper.co. Use Kasabian Lava at checkout. Should I run the ads? Let me run the ads. Let me see. Head over to Hemper. Hemper.co. Use Kasabian Lava at checkout and save 20%. Actually, no. Just use Kasabian Lava at checkout and they give you something, I believe. 
Uh, Hemper sends you a box every month. Uh, you get a different rig and all types of accessories. Use Sapien Lavo to check out. Let them know Lavo sent you. Also, head over to popple.co. Popple.co. Um, is your one-stop shop for every Popple. Popple is a digital business card. Use Saving Lavo at checkout and save 20%. That's one of the best tools that I've had to use during COVID because I don't want to hand out business cards. In a post-COVID world, handing out business cards with cooties is the nastiest thing that you can do. So if you pop me, you get to head over to my landing page. Also, head over to my LinkedIn. Head over to klavo.com. That's K-L-A-V-O-E.com. Check out the merch and all the new merch that's coming. And I've said that numerous times before, but soon <laughs> something coming all right so for all my my streamers out there twitch has had a problem with music for the past couple months because they've been copyright kicking everybody's stuff and as a musician it's very difficult to do other things outside of music with my music because they don't allow me to they they make it very difficult to share my own songs without hitting me with copyright and they call me about my own fucking copyrights it's, it's so strange but hopefully they can fix this this um, this system. But they're not. Instead of fixing the system, the labels are bogarting their ways into these companies. So now Twitch has partnered partnered with Warner Brother to deliver music and to allow you to stream Warner Brothers music. So that would guarantee that Warner Brother, you know, basically programs more people with their music. And of course. Warner Brothers is going to have to put together something exclusive for their artists on Twitch. So what do you think? They're going to start doing exclusive shows and some type of podcast format on Twitch and use the Twitch platform to elevate their artists. Now, I do have the article here from Billboard, and I'll read it. To start, WMG is launching an artist channel for Warner Brothers stars Bella Porsche and Sweetie. Sweetie. Plus, Atlantic Records singer and producer, I don't even know, is that Cisco? I'm sorry, because your name looked crazy as shit. Uh, why did I not read this one? Because I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, all right. So uh, when they share the exclusive behind... The, so it, it's basically a behind the scenes. And Warner Brother also bought uh, IMGN, which is a social media digital marketing company. And they're going to basically put together shows that'll be exclusively on Twitch. And you'll listen to exclusive WMG artists. And I'm assuming that they'll allow the WMG catalog just to be freely played throughout the whole platform, which would, you know, then obviously make Warner Brother a huge monster in streaming. Uh, the partnership gives WMG access to Twitch's revenue model, which creators can earn money through their channels between $4.99 and $24.99 uh, per month, tips and advertising as well. Now, I don't know how that part of this goes, and that's where it gets sketchy. I don't really care for Twitch. We stream on there, but we don't look for anything from it. We're just on there for convenience. And if you're on Twitch, thank you for watching. Shout out to everybody that watches on Twitch. This is a great thing for my streamers, though. If they want to play music, I know that's definitely something that, give, you know, it, it's very difficult to have a show where you can't play sounds and they don't make they haven't been able to adjust to the new system. Like there has to be a new licensing for streaming that streamers can afford and play music and, and not get banned every time they do. Now, for the story of the hour, R. Kelly was found guilty. The story comes from BuzzFeed, and I'll give you my version of the story before I give you theirs. If you don't know what's going on with R. Kelly, you've obviously lived under a rock. A couple years ago, the story Surviving R. Kelly came out, which sparked the reinvestigation of R. Kelly and all his heinous crimes, at least allegations up until today. Today, it's confirmed he was found guilty on all the allegations of sexual misconduct, uh, racketeering, dozens and dozens of abuse, young women, young men um conspiracy it's really bad the worst part of it is that 
we keep on saying justice, justice, justice. And I mean, I, I myself am a fan of his music, not a fan of the person. I can separate them both. Don't judge me. That's how I am. I, like I said before, I love Tory Lane's music, but I think he's a piece of shit. I don't like the guy. Uh, I can think the same of R. Kelly. I wish it wasn't so. I wish the people around him would have taken care of him. We need to check those around us. What they did was use him as a bag. To the parents of the young ladies that were abused and the young men that were abused, you are shitty parents and sh you should have never, never have allowed your children to be around that grown ass man. You should have been there. You were starstruck and you fucked up. You were chasing the bag. Every person here has one common denominator, and that's that they were chasing money. R. Kelly was sick. R. Kelly used his power. R. Kelly needed help, and nobody around him did shit. All of y'all deserve to be in jail. That's when justice will be served. Parents, people around him, all the enablers, every single person that was there that saw what happened and did nothing about it needs to step up and go take their time. You're a piece of shit for what you've done. R. Kelly's basically facing the rest of his life in jail, and this is just out of the Brooklyn court. He still has charges pending in other courts. It's not looking good for R. Kelly. There's really no need for me to read this. If you if you didn't watch Surviving R. Kelly, you don't really understand what's going on. R. Kelly had been basically holding women captive and using them as sex slaves. He would drug them. He would abuse them. He would film everything and keep records of it all. See... That's something that the public isn't privy to is these films. And that's pretty much what convicted him. The jury, unfortunately, had to watch those films. And from what we've been told, there's a lot of films. This guy used to basically walk around with a backpack full of iPads. And he would set up multiple iPads to watch himself with these young ladies. R. Kelly was sick. Does he make great music? He does. Will he forever be in music history? He has to. But what he did in his personal life has nothing to do with me. And it's, it's fucking gross. He will be in jail for the rest of his life. And uh, justice will be served when everyone gets what's coming to them. And that's all I have to say, folks. I'm going to go play video games with my friends. My name is Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Why?